And welcome to episode 05 of the Permeable Filter Podcast. Uh, I want to introduce myself as Mr. Dr. Faust. Actually, can't you, say, you can't say Mr. Doctor. Mm, no. Dr. Faust. You, that's a good way to memify yourself. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Dr. Faust. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm Dr. Faust today. That's going to be your central host. Uh, I want to start off this podcast with um, introductions, so why don't you guys introduce yourselves. Uh, Josh Mack, at Joshua J. Mack, if you can hear me over the hookah. <laughs> at Joshua J. Mack on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. At John Lavish on Twitter. You know what it is. Um, I want to start off this podcast with apologizing for last week. Uh, I want to apologize for how messy it was. Uh, a, audio quality was trash. For anyone who actually yeah. listened on the podcast app. Didn't help that we had to shrink it, you know. Well, the shrinking wasn't even the issue. It no. was it was crappy before, before I compressed Oof. it, so it was it was bad. Mm. Uh, so the, we're we're really hammering out all the kinks of you know our structure and our production styles and stuff like that. I also want to apologize for the messiness of the podcast. You know, we were talking over each other. There was a lot of interruptions, stuff like that. We're gonna be better at being more professional to be able to entertain you guys because our style is more of a conversationalist style, and we get a little bit too more too comfortable for it, but. We're all cool with it, but if you're listening in, you're probably not going to be cool with it because it's going to be hard, especially just listening over on a digital medium. It's different right. than being in a room with guys right. and just like hearing, oh, yeah, they're all talking over each other. It's a little different. And so, separated from the, the video to it. Yeah, so it is inconsiderate, video. and we're going to work on that. Um, we promise to do better. We'll get yeah. better each and every week. And we will never do another three-hour yeah, podcast. no, not again. When I was listening to the podcast over the week on my app on my phone, I just kept looking at my time, and I'm like, God damn, did why I, did we not I, stop? I went back and watched the video, like, that night, and I was like, man, this is going on forever. Like, everyone who <laughs> stayed for a good amount of yeah, time, we appreciate it. Yeah. God bless you. But, hearts. my God, I couldn't imagine that you guys would have wanted to hear all that. Oh, oh man, that was bad. Um, but, yeah. that stuck around for two hours. Like, yeah. damn. And we did two episodes. Uh, so, we weren't really going to do two episodes. It was just the circumstances of last week warranted two episodes. But we're really going to try to keep it to one episode a week. Uh, I'm thinking that we'll do general stuff and alternate with a special episode every other week. So, I think yeah. that'd be kind of cool. So, next week, I think we're going to hammer out chicken. Chicken? Chicken. And then we'll do a normal one. And then we'll do End of the World? Yeah, and then we'll do End of the World after that. Okay. End of the World, we're going to need to wait until some more natural catastrophes. By natural, I mean social and political catastrophes <laughs> that near us to I'm, doomsday even more. Yeah, I'm not sure that's too far off. So. Yeah, right. Aren't all catastrophes from natural causes? I mean, I guess if you want to say the naturalness of people's fucking psyches and their mental brains <laughs> that resulted into social construct issues and that so, we all have catastrophes from there. Yeah, change the paradigm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so welcome to episode 05 of the podcast. Another thing I want to say is that because of this, we're graduating this into beta mode. We are no longer in alpha mode. Uh, we have learned from a lot of mistakes the last few episodes. I'm Hey, I can't believe we made it to episode 05. Like, this yeah, this was going to be... Just a little test. Thing, we were yeah. fucking around, and then, hey, you know what? We can, uh, we can commit to this a little bit. Yeah. So hopefully we make it to episode 10. <laughs> we're also looking to do Sundays from now on, every yes. Sunday. And that's um, part of beta mode, that we've, yes. we've settled on a schedule. Which is good. Um, so let's start off the conversation. Do you guys have any topics you guys want to start off with? Uh, what do we, we want to start with NBA right away? We can start with NBA right away. Okay, well, what about All-Star Saturday Night? What you got? You got any of you guys watch it? I was uh, listening on the radio, so... You listen to the NBA I, on the I was, radio? I was working, so yeah. I couldn't watch it. Like, so. Hold on, how, does, it, how do you listen to like the dunk contest okay. on the radio? The dunk contest was hard. I missed a lot of it because at that point of the night it was really dead, so I was inside, so I didn't get to hear much of the dunk dunk contest. Okay. But I heard, I was listening. It's really hard because you know it's all it's not like baseball, right? Like the only one that was really easier to listen to was the three point contest because yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, they're yeah. just. But like when they were doing the skills challenge, 
you know, trying to picture like Embiid and Aldridge trying to do this stuff, I was like, I can't even picture this today? in my head. I saw something today that they're saying Embiid cheated and he's still yeah, fucked up. Like, how did he lost. cheat? I didn't see I, it. I, I didn't. I don't know. I, I didn't. didn't see nobody it. knows. Like, I think he got an early start. I think that might have been what he did. Okay. Like before the before know, the actual oh, like, yeah. snap. Yeah. I mean, my uh, the only thing I really paid attention to Saturday. I only paid attention to anything. I mean, I guess Friday night I saw the block that Quavo had on that one girl. Oh from yeah, YouTube. dude. <laughs> I didn't know it was on a girl at first. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anything. And Rachel, Rachel Demita. Yeah. She is very pretty. Uh, but yeah, it was. Man, you see the clip, you're like, God damn, Quavo, it's not that serious. Like, dude, it's, 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 a, it's the celebrity all-star game. Calm down. Like, he bodied her. That dude, was... And to do it to her, man. <laughs> Did you see the tweets afterwards? <laughs> no. So she tweeted, she's like, uh, I'm going to have a bruise on my hip. And then uh, and then he replies and he goes, uh, like, crying eyes emoji thing. And he just goes, like, massage on me. Everyone just quotes it and goes, oh, man. my man's shooting his shot yeah. on the court Splash. and on Twitter. Splash. <laughs> I... Fully support that level of aggression. I am also. Oh yeah. I'm also com- funny. competitive in stupid oh, I, shit like yeah. that. I appreciate so the effort. I probably sure. would have done the same thing. It, it's, it's funny because I feel like Quavo got out of there because he's like, I want to show the world that I can ball. It's like Quavo, we know you can ball, man. We've seen the YouTube videos. Like, he was a late addition too. Yeah, really? like, Yeah, him and Justin Bieber were added like almost. I think at the it last was a matter second. of like maybe if they could make it or not. Because I mean, the Migos are always on, not on tour, but always making appearances everywhere. Uh, it's award show season right now between mm-hmm. all the different types of awards. Right. Not to mention if they're, I mean, they're hyping up their album. So uh, if they're doing like little mini things to hype up the album, whether it's interviews, whatever it is. So uh, no, that's cool that they were able to make it. Yeah. Uh, I saw the dunk contest like post. So like saw yeah. uh, the highlight reels. Those that's were some I really nice too. dunks. Uh, I mean, they some were, of them were cool, man. They were, but they were definitely, I was kind of expecting more, you know? I was so excited uh, for the people in it, and I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. And The first like, one uh, by that one dude where he bounced it off the second backboard. Yeah, see, that, was that, that one was that nice was because so the nice. execution was perfect. Yep. Um, the windmill looked great. Yeah. I yeah. liked that Donovan Mitchell kept pretending to do the off-the-backboard dunk and then pulling something else out, Yeah, which I which I think that's probably why he won because he was – he had that like whole scheme set up. Like no one, because when, when they first brought it out, they thought, oh, maybe he's just trying to do a higher rim, like how other um, oh, how yeah. other contestants have done in the past. They hire it to like eleven or twelve feet. That wasn't the case. Like he's just yeah. I, I need was, a I need I was, a wall. <laughs> when I was watching the replays on Twitter, I heard I think it was Kenny Smith saying like that's what he thought he was gonna do, and it's it's harder to do it because you got to jump higher and can't do as much in the air or something like that. Um, but when I was listening on the radio. I thought they were gonna. He was gonna try and dunk on both of them, because I didn't know how they were positioned. I so I was like, Dude, Howard he did gonna... that once, right? Then he had two, and then he just like, maybe. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No, no, no. That, I that, think he somebody did, he did something though. like that. Somebody did something. But like, that. like listening on the radio, I thought he was gonna try and dunk on both of them, and then I heard he threw it off the other backboard, and then windmill dunked it, and I was like, that had to look so awesome. I'm trying to picture in my head. I'm like, no. I hope you. I hope you caught the clips on Twitter. Yeah, I found it on Twitter. I tried to get my parents to record it, but they didn't get home in time. Sorry. Uh, you know who else I like? I like Larry Nance's last dunk. The uh, tribute? I like that. That one? Uh, no, no. The tribute one is oh. when he just jumped up straight and then did it like the way his dad did. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the tribute. When he did the double tap one. Oh, yeah. That double tap one was cool. No. I just think if it had a little bit <sighs> more flourish, you gotta he would have won. Go, somebody go on YouTube when you get a chance and look up Dwight Howard tap off the last dunk because he did it with one hand. Yeah, he, no, no. It was, that was very... He, Dwight, Dwight lobbed it off. I, th- I think he lobbed it off, and then he batted at it, and then grabbed it with the other hand, and it, it was crazy. Uh, but the, uh, the the winning dunk, the, yeah. the Vince Carter tribute one, 
He slipped. Uh, he, he slipped. slipped? Yeah. Did he? But, okay. Yeah, but yeah. the slam was flawless. Oh, yeah. I think that's what won it for him. Right. Like that. I saw them side by side, and yeah. Uh, how, the now, VCs how, was just how so tall perfect. is Donovan Mitchell though? I, I think he's like six four. Isn't Carter like six eight or six, like six seven six or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think Carter wasn't a big guy. Vince like, no, Carter he got up. Has insane. Yeah, has yeah. still has insane hops. Yeah. It's not even. Fun. It's without contest. That's he's, what made. He's still dunking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the guy's a freak, bar, dude. Barring any medical issues, that doesn't go away. Like barring that your oh, knees yeah. actually go bad, like oh, anything yeah. like that, like that doesn't go away as long as you're staying fit. And he does. You know, what I want to see. Still be able to do I want to see Vinsanity in. The, uh, what's it called? The Ice Cube's, like, three-on-three three league. Oh, the big three? Yeah, big three. That would First, be he's got to retire. Yeah, of course. But, who <laughs> I mean, that guy could probably play till he's 45. I don't even know. Like As long as he's wanting to, yeah. there's nothing that stops you other than your will to do it. Because nobody wants to have just a player that's not really into a, it. He can shoot well, so, I, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too into basketball and no, well, shit. we still got more to talk about basketball. Oh, yeah. We did, uh, we had a topic submission and remember guys, you guys can always have topic submissions. If you know us personally, feel free to hit us up. Yeah. If you follow us on our Twitter, Facebook, or now our newly created Instagram, you can always slide in our DMs and send us topic submissions, topics that you may want to hear us uh, cover. All so, at permeable filter. Yes. All at permeable filter. Um, so we did bring one. Well, they, so one person asked, uh, all-star versus pro bowl. Uh, so, Ooh. That's you want to get me question. started? That's fine. Yeah, you guys are okay. more football fans than I am. Um, yeah, we just turned in. Yeah, so uh, you're more of a football fan than I am, so I can't speak too much on it. So, if we're talking All Star Game versus Pro Bowl, mm. yes, only game. Let's not talk about the weekend. Right. Only the game. Only you can't the game. Compare the weekend. Now, people want to bitch about the Pro Bowl and how there's no effort given. I could say the same exact yep. thing about the All Star Game. True. There is. It turns into just a highlight reel contest. Who can? Shoot the furthest shot or do the craziest dunk. But you There's know what? no defense I, being played. But you know what? I appreciate it for I both don't. sports. I, don't. I, I for like both sports. Both. I like both games. I understand. Because I think it's a matter of having fun. These guys worked hard to be the quote unquote MVPs of the whole league, yeah. right? You know, they are all stars. They are yeah. pros. These are the best of the best. Let them showcase what makes them pros. Not the coach. You know what I mean? Like, what makes football, especially in football, like in football, a lot of it, it's like, all right, you have these talents, but we're using you as roles in the game. I feel like when you just get to go have fun, just people just wiling out, whether it's on the field or on the basketball court, that's fun, man. You get that once a year. See, but then you start getting stuff like Steph lays down on the ground when Giannis is coming at him. And now they're on the same team, though, so suit it. Roll my eyes even harder. But, um, no, I, I don't, like, I want to see some defense. I want some competitiveness right. at the NBA All-Star but game. But I, I feel like that's what no. that's what the season's for. They play enough games. They play plenty of games then for you to be able to bitching about yeah. the NFL Pro Bowl no. because oh, yeah, no, 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 they're I'm putting you. their bodies on the I'm line out there. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're, well, they're, it, that's a contact yeah, sport. Yeah, right? Right? So, I understand that a little bit more, which... I mean, yeah, it's a little harder to watch than most regular NFL games, but, it, like, they're not going to go out there and try to kill each other. No, like, no, right. Yeah, they don't want to do that. Like, that's their... That's how they make their but, money. For, but for both sports, it's really a matter of, we're here to have fun. We're here to entertain the crowd. This is what the people want. Like, this is a matter of, we're just here to entertain you. Because for football, like you said, they're not going to put their bodies and their health on the line, right? Because they're here to play for the game. Because in reality, they get nothing out of a Pro Bowl. Except the win... Well, I guess both teams make money, money yeah. but... The They're gonna get paid one way or the other, but it's not like it's not like that. It's gonna. Well, I guess it could influence your next salary, your next contract. Mm. Contract, but I feel the season means more 
Yeah, I feel of, like they'll always look oh, at your yeah, season more. For sure. Oh, yeah, no matter what. Sure. So it's like because they need yeah. to know your longevity and your ability to play for 16 games in a season. Plus, if you make the playoffs, how do you play in the playoffs? Right. Uh, I think that it's just, it's just a matter of having fun. And I think if anyone bitches about the Pro Bowl, you're right. Then bitch about the NBA All-Star Game. But right. I feel like people bitch about both. I hear people bitching about I, both. I see, I see a lot less people bitching about the All-Star Game. I hear plenty of people. I mean, I it's mostly white I people because white people hate the NBA. But, like, <laughs> I I mean, but that's that's the matter of it. And I just, that's what I hear. So. But I, so when I was listening on the radio, they were talking about, because um, I listen to ESPN in the car a lot. Because mm-hmm. listening to talk radio makes the time go by faster than listening to music. Um, they said something. I think it might have been, like, the first All-Star Game or something. Finished like eighty six to ninety three in overtime. Mm. Like, and now pe- each They're team's almost putting down. up two hundred. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know what, man? This is like watching uh, a Harlem Globe Globetrotters game, it's, but with having two reasonable teams instead of the Generals just being. Trash. <laughs> I I kind of wish they would just change the format and have it where you have like people get selected or whatever, and then instead of having like a whole big weekend of specific like the events we have now. You should have the people that get selected for the All Stars, each, each like, be in position to compete at one of the events and or the All Star game. And I guess to clarify, I mean they should still have like the skills challenge. They should still have three point and all that shit. But you should be like a specialist in one of those areas instead of getting selected for both things or like. We need to change the structure of the game. I wish they made it where like the actual game was like a three on three kind of thing or some kind of thing where you're starting like one on or like three on three, two on two, one on one, whatever, starting at the top of the key or like starting on a wing or something and just have battles like that. And then, I don't know, it'd just be more fun to watch people like actually watch two players go one on one, even if they're not playing lockdown defense or anything. Because that's that's really what the game is anyway. It's a lot of ISO, and then it's like I mean, some flashy passes when they draw four people into the paint. I think what, and I, I wanted to bring this up last week, but uh, we're going to bring it up today. I think another thing that people, I wanted to bring it up last week because it was in anticipation for the All-Star Weekend. The NBA All-Star Weekend is in a whole monster on its own versus the Pro Bowl. The yeah, NBA All Star again is a party. The Pro like, Bowl's trying to do that now because they they the, used to do it, you know, where they the had difficulty those was because it was in stuff. Hawaii. Yeah. So the fact that now they brought it back into mainland America, they're gonna be able to attract more fans coming out for the weekend, especially football fans, yeah. which is fine. That's great. Because what did they do it in Orlando this year? Yeah. Yeah. So like that's better. It's e- it's easier for people to come out to Orlando than it is for people to go out to Hawaii. Um, but with the NBA All Star Weekend. Uh, it was in LA this weekend. Um, I mean, it is a huge party, and people are coming out. Uh, yes, they're basketball fans, but a lot of people are there for the hype and for the entertainment. So I feel like they do just want to see all the antics. They want to just see all the the silliness and everyone just having a good time. And I think they're two different monsters on their own. And if the NFL can transition, then yeah, if the NFL can transition to having like maybe like a combine type of an event, like see who can run the the forty the fastest, and like you know who can who can chuck the ball the farthest, uh, you know clear the stands, <laughs> or put like a net or something. Try and throw it over the water tower. Yeah, or like hey, you know what? Like maybe like arc it, do like a Dirk Nowitzki type shit, where it's like got buckets that go up vertically, and just see who can hit it up the highest, right, like a yeah. skee ball type they, thing. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if they did it this year, but last year they had it where the quarterbacks had to try and hit targets yeah. on the field. Did they have that this year? I don't year? know. I didn't watch. Honestly, pay attention. So NBA All Star Game and Pro Bowl, I didn't watch most of it. I saw like chunks of it, a lot of it after the fact yeah. yeah so i don't know you know but i definitely think a lot of it could be changed and and i mean there's always room for evolving i mean the nba all-star weekend 
grows from time to time, and the Pro Bowl has changed from time to time. I mean, there's different aspects to the game. The game itself evolves, the league evolves, and in right. the end, these Pro Bowl All Star right. events evolve. I mean, the same could be said about the MLB All Star yeah. Weekend. And it all boils down to, yeah, for me at least, like it's easy to bitch because we can sit on the couch and you know take things into our own like our own minds like oh you know i wish x y or z would happen with this True. player but it's a moment for the all the players who have been busting their asses to like have fun and then still put on a show and it, i don't want to say like it should feel like an obligation for them cuz obviously you shouldn't do it if that's how it feels but they put their bodies on the line in both sports. Of course, basketball is not the same as football, but the th- the other you're, thing you're still doing tons of cardio and you're still running into contact. The other the thing time. with basketball, you have to remember, it's in the middle of the season. Yeah. Versus right. football. And it's a end. long season. So with basketball, it's yeah. dangerous to be very right. into it. Yeah. Because you don't want to get hurt when you got to go back and play games on Tuesday right. or Monday and, or whenever the next and game is. And you'd have to have so yeah, much time true. to prep. Yeah. To, you'd have to have. So much prep time, and you'd have to drop all these plays and like Not to mention figure out a scheme. Bowl, a lot of the times, half the people I think that are involved in the Pro Bowl aren't even that far in the playoffs, so they have time to rest. Well, no, and they train do it like the week before the Super Bowl, so it's anybody on the team that's not in the Super Bowl. Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, imagine if it was like a team that just lost the week before. So like, there yeah. are some players. Yeah, there's a good amount of players on those Pro Bowl teams that aren't even aren't knocked out. Ha- haven't had right. a game last week. Like they've had time to recover, you know, yeah. rest and then be able to just strengthen themselves for that game. Right. They don't have to come off some like, you know, ah, my ankle's twitching or some shit like yeah, that. Right. And, yeah. you know, my knee's feeling don't a little wanna, rough. My shoulder feels the, bad. That's the tough part too because you don't want to go into the off season with an injury for I think no that's reason. another big thing that people don't like about the Pro Bowl is because it's like, well, you clearly don't have Super Bowl players in it. But again, it's because of that. So it's like I don't know. Maybe if the Pro Bowl was done at the end of the season before the playoffs, but then again, it puts risk on the playoffs. So it's like, yeah. what can we do? Maybe Pro Bowl before the season starts, and you base it off the the Pro Bowlers of the of the season before. Yeah. You don't necessarily get rookies or anything like that, I guess. But okay, so I kind of want to talk about two more things about All Star Game. Um, I want to talk about the new the new layout this year for it. But before that, this guy brought up an idea on the radio for All Star Weekend, like All Star Saturday Night. Yeah. What about, like, a one-on-one competition? Yes. I would love to see that. Seeing, like, Kyrie go like, against Anthony Davis. Like, let's just settle the arguments. Like, yeah. let's just, just fuck just, it. Like, settle the like, arguments. Who is the best one-on-one player in the league? Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you can put bigs against smalls and, like, who's going to come out on top? Right. Because, like, you think about it, Kyrie could cross up AD, but then AD can just back him down into the post. Right. So, the only thing you couldn't do is you can't play make it, take it in those scenarios. Because no, you know what, fucking nah, man, quick game well, to 11 or quick game to 7. Like, it doesn't right. have to be serious. Kyrie it's just crosses your highlight four times. Let's make it a highlight reel. Let's see Steph yeah. just go wild. That would be Let's see KD just go get, wild. Just gets the check and boom, yeah. right in his face. Like, I want to see LeBron just, you know, like, I want to see Hoodie Mellow. This would be a perfect example for Hoodie Mellow. It would be a great opportunity for Hoodie Oh, Hoody man. Mello. Could you ma- they need to make hoodie Mello jerseys. They really need to. They, they- need to just let Mello wear a hoodie yes. during the no, season. No, that's, that's <laughs> dangerous for, I mean, but let him do it. I want to see Hoodie Mello in an all-star. Make a custom-made hoodie Mello jersey. You can sell plenty of hoodie Mello jerseys. Everyone will buy a hoodie Mello jersey. Are you kidding yeah. me? This is dope. And then we'll all demand that we want hoodie everybody jerseys. I want a hoodie LeBron jersey, hoodie Wade jersey, hoodie yeah. Steph jersey. Um, another thing that uh, I want to talk about with the all-star weekend, I think that would be cool, would be, um, shit, I forgot it. Yeah, it's gone. Well, then let's talk about the new layout this year and the idea of drafting the teams, which I did find out they did draft. Yeah, we had a discussion about this on Friday. Yeah, I thought, I didn't think they drafted the bench. They did draft the bench. So I guess LaMarcus Aldridge was the last pick. 
So they should have told somebody's got to be last, man. The fact that you made it on the All Star team to begin with is. I mean, there's plenty of arguments with people saying like, "Well, this person should have been in the All Star, and they weren't even, you know, selected." Blah blah blah. And it's there's a lot of good players in the NBA, and I think even if uh, what's his name, Aldridge, if he was picked last, like, it's fine. Like, it's he still great makes, last pick. Yeah, yeah, he still gets to make yeah, the NBA like, All Star team. But now, do you like the idea of drafting the teams? I do. It brings a level of fun to it. It's like fantasy, See, man. Because that's what I thought too. Now, then I heard the point a guy had made on the radio that said. It changes the whole dynamic of what the All-Star game was and the idea of putting the best against the East against the best of the West, which is different now because the West is so heavily stacked, but there's still so many good players in the East. Well, this will segue into the next topic that I want to bring up then. Okay. The the guy who submitted the topics about the NBA, he also asked about what if we change the way that the playoffs are seeded. So if we do a 16-seed playoffs instead of 8-8 and from East and West and then battle them at the end. And you know what? I like that. Um, okay, but before we go into that... Okay, yeah, go now, ahead if you have another... Topic. I also... This is going to sound weird, but I actually liked a point that Kevin Durant made, and he said, I think we should just pick teams right before a tip-off. And that would be sweet. Like, literally just black top like we, style. Like yep, we talked about on... Yeah, yep, it would be great, that would right? be so sweet. But like we talked about it on Friday, you can't do that because the NBA expects to sell jerseys beforehand. See, but and the problem with that is so they didn't is, even televise it. Yeah. So, like, so then here's the thing. So then this is where I would say the uh, the point before it. Make it like a intro video where you do have it like a blacktop, and then you know everyone just drafts, and then you play that video for us on YouTube so that we all get to see it weeks before. But then also play it as an intro video like up on the jumbotron for everyone in the okay. stadium. What about what about this? What about the same format in terms of fan votes, player votes, whatever, however it all works, and then Vans voting for captains? And then captains are selected, but then... So you know who's in it. And whoever's in the pool is going to get drafted onto a team, right? Mm-hmm. So then the fans will still know who's in it, so they'll still get jerseys. But then but you then have... They don't the, know what the, team they are. But that's the, the thing. But then you have, but then you have a blacktop. That, they should just have like a... I don't know. They could, I they think could, the video idea I brought up probably the best scenario, but here's the other issue yeah. that was also brought up on Friday. You can't get all these players in the same room at, at the, the same, same time. time. Right. So what did we suggest? A Skype-based one where you can get Steph and LeBron, for example, because these are the captains this year. Now next year it'll be different captains, right? They can do like a Skype video, and they just have a production team, you know, recording the whole event, and just be like, "Well, I want this guy, and I want that guy, and I want this guy," and just have like a visual showing like the board, showing the players getting swapped back and forth and on whose teams, yeah. and then just make that video, publish that on YouTube, let us see it a few weeks ago, and then play that again as the intro video, and then the players run out and be like, "Yeah," and he's like, you know, you get all these players like introducing Kevin Durant and like all that. So I think that would be really cool. Uh, that would be probably the best way to handle having like a let's do pickup game what type they, style. What if they made reversible jerseys with a black and no, a white? No, there's no point because Kevin. Oh wait, hold on. So, who, uh, for example, Giannis is on Steph's team. Yeah, but what yeah. if they like, just like, made like, black and white, and then one side's one, and then it's the same thing on the other side? People would nah, love that shit, dude. True, but I feel it's bootleg as hell. I don't know. I don't know. You could make people pay more money too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, well, let's get into the 16C playoffs. Um, so I think it's cool because, like I brought up, the, the West is going to be good for at least another 10, 15 years. Because here's the thing: when I was, uh, I had a discussion a while ago. We were t- trying to think how can we balance out. 
Because there's rumors that they want to do more expansion teams on cities in the West Coast. Because Seattle wants a team, Vegas wants a team. Seattle should have a fucking um, team. They should have and a team. They still should have yeah, a team. Yeah, and so should Vegas, more or less. Although it's kind of dangerous because it's Vegas. But, um, yeah, but Vegas is a, getting a ton of... Like, they just got a hockey got team, too. a hockey team. The Raiders and the are moving football, to Vegas. And I understand. And that's still dangerous. I mean, any sports team in Vegas is a dangerous idea. I mean... I will say that... Both for the players and for gambling fans. You will never see me wearing any Vegas jersey because that's where... uh, That's where the American dream goes to die. Yeah, very true. (laughs) According to Hunter Thompson, and I tend to subscribe to that idea. You Um, know how you could have balanced out the East and West? Kevin Durant could have stayed in the... Or gone to the East. That's true. Kevin Durant no, and the Wizards. It's yes. not. It's not. A, it's dude, not. Katie, imagine if KD. Dude, what if KD went to the Celtics and then no, they got Kyrie? You're not oh wrong. You're not wrong. But we have to talk. We have to talk about the economies of the cities. There's so many. There's so many lacking economies in the yeah. east eastern cities. I mean, we're talking about the western cities have all the high economies and all those people, all the people who live there and the fandoms. They're spending money back into those cities. The only cities that I feel economically can survive based on those basketball teams are Chicago, New York, Miami, and. Uh, Boston. And Boston only because of its fandom. If it wasn't for the Celtics being the Celtics, Boston isn't necessarily that high of an economic city either compared yeah. to San Francisco, LA. Uh, it's one of the big ones on the East Coast. Houston, though. Dallas. It is, yeah. but it's what I'm saying. Like The East Coast... I mean, the economies sure of the East Coast cities are lowering themselves. They really aren't as the well, West Coast cities are growing like crazy. Well, still, and not just West Coast cities. West Coast West Conference cities like Houston's growing, Dallas yeah. is growing, uh, Oklahoma City is now growing because of the basketball team. And there's a lot of businesses going out there now. Dude, like, it was booming when KD yeah. was there. There's still, but there's still a lot of economic development actually shifting from from like California, and I think I don't remember. Just looked at something about certain industries moving to the East Coast again. Like, there's a lot of uh, for where I work. There's a lot of like running companies and fitness companies moving to Boston, New York, and shit. I don't know if it has to do with fashion or what it has to do, but it's it's. I mean, I don't know. there's a lot of faction that comes to play. But now that we've brought this up, so let's say fuck it. Let's say we're not gonna adjust the East and West conferences, moving cities to the West, like to the East. Like we moved Memphis to the East or Minnesota yeah. to the East or New Orleans to the East. Let's say. Let's say we just discuss making a 16 seed playoff. Yeah. And now, I think that would be cool because it would allow it would allow a similar setup to how we have the uh, March Madness. What if you had like regional tournaments? And like then base it off the vision like instead of conference. What if we restructured like the conference division thing and made regional areas? Of course, there's certain places where there's not going to be enough teams. So you'd have to figure that out. But well, I mean, the division system now everybody's yeah, equally at, divided. So NFL. we can make. We, let's say the let's, NFL is some weird shit. Like, why are the Dolphins and the Patriots in the same yeah. fucking so, and, division? Okay, so let's say we keep the NBA divisions currently. How do we move around with the NBA? Um, the NBA divisions now. How would you want a regional thing? Because what I think there's four divisions per. Conference? I just think you could. Or is it three? You could put like I think like the Bucks and the T Wolves, for example, should be in the same division. Because that would be insane. That would be one of the best. At least for young teams, one of the best rivalries I can think of now, because the Bucks Bulls thing isn't really what it could have been a couple years ago. And then there's the Bucks Cavs, Bucks Pacers, and Bucks it's Pistons. just not. I mean, I mean, I do Bucks Pacers games. Those are sweet. Because the Pacers are a good team. Man. Yes, they, they are. Miles they Turner's solid. A fucking yeah, I do Miles Turner's. He's a oh, fucking man. animal. But that. But I just. Go Longhorns. I like the idea. Amen. I like the idea of. Of. Just having little tournaments and then either like establishing who gets like a bid towards the 
playoffs or some kind of incentive. And then you could still have like a lottery system that, that like they have for draft picks, but for like the final seeds, if there's like real, like close rankings or if there's ties or anything. Well, okay, so Marcus brought up a good point. Actually, we should work on name dropping. Maybe we should. All right, so he brought up a good point. He said in a 16 seed, you'd see the Warriors play somebody like the Wizards and that it would kind of suck. You know what? Kind of sucks already. I mean, people yeah. are already blowing out right. each other in the East, and in the West, there's some blowouts from year to year. So, I mean, right. regardless, you're going to see blowouts, and that's how it is in the NCAA, you too. Know, One way or the other, you're going to have a team who's that much magnitude better than the lower seed team. And yeah. that's why we have it, the setup that we have. I guess I can kind of see that, because if you got, like, the Warriors get the one seed, they're going to be playing the 16 seed, and that it's probably just going to be a sweep. But from a money standpoint, I think a 16 point a 16 seed tournament would be nice because oh, it would I've bring a, the money from the West Coast over to the East Coast. I've been on board with that idea for years. Yeah, because like imagine if the Warriors, the Warriors money was going and helping the Wizards sell more, sell more tickets, sell more concessions, sell more jerseys. You get the Wizards involved so that the 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 fans of the Wizards will be like, "Yeah, fuck the Warriors. We want to beat the Warriors." And it would rile up better fandom. I think in my personal opinion that's how it would, it would probably work out. Marcus did just also bring up a good point. He said, um, I'm thinking about travel. Like, that'd be a lot of back and forth. And man, nobody's more than a four-hour flight away from it, the about, continental United States. What about States. put it in neutral locations like they have NCAA? No, then the yeah. money would be gone. They yeah. want the money in the cities. I guess. Yeah, no, no. The NCAA, the reason why they have it like that is because they don't want to promote certain cities over others so that the universities just get there for the fandom yeah. and not for the money. Even though we all well, know they, the NCAA is all about the money, yeah. they try to make themselves not seem I like th- it. I always thought it was just about sponsorship dollar and just under the guise of it's that promoting too. the local economy. It's that too. But uh, for the most part, cities rely more on professional teams than they do on uh, college teams. And college, there's only a good amount of college teams that really do support the cities that they live in yeah. uh, because a usually, lot of college teams are outside of the city. Yeah, yeah, and it's usually teams that don't have a pro team. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like Alabama. Exactly. Like Alabama doesn't have a pro team. That's why they have so many Alabama fans. And they're a good football team by all means. Oh, yeah. They have a good program. Nothing, but the reason why they have a good program is because they don't have a professional team right. to right. encourage they're fandom the, there. They're the one there. Yeah, same thing like Nebraska or like uh, right. Iowa. I mean, I'm just saying this no, from no, being yeah, in a Big Ten sense. conference. Right. Like, I see the right. fandom in those universities because they don't have – Right. Like, one time I was talking to a girl, she's from uh, Oklahoma, but she goes to school in the Midwest. And I was like, oh, so we're getting to know each other. I was like, so who do you like in football, uh, being from Oklahoma? And she goes like, oh, the Sooners. I'm like, oh, I guess that's a good point, because yeah. that's who she's going to root for. That's who she's going to watch. Right. You know? She's not going to be like, oh, I guess, because Oklahomans fucking hate Dallas. So they're not going to be like, oh, we're Dallas Cowboy fans because of right. proximity geographically. Right. We're like, fuck watching the Cowboys. Yeah, right. We'll just watch NFL because we're fans of football, but who am I a fan of? It's the Sooners. And like, that's fine. That's, that's a good way to look at things. Yeah. Uh, do we really have anything else to say about it? Uh, we should move on to the next no, thing. I would just let's get the 16 seed thing done. Truthfully, yeah, I, I like it. And uh, I I hate the idea of going to it because I do like the idea of East versus West. But at the same time, conferences and divisions don't mean that much anymore. I'd rather just see the 16 best teams, regardless of conference. Yeah, I think it'd be especially for something like basketball because it's all. But here's the other thing about basketball: if we move to a 16 seed, can we do seven games anymore? Do a five-game series. Five-game series. I think you can even stagger it. Make well, it three games, I mean, they and do... then five games, and then seven games, depending on For how the you're in. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of cool. There's already 16 teams, though. Yeah. So, like, regardless of move, move making it a 16 seed. I guess, thing, yeah, then the method's still Yeah, it'd out. still be the same. But, and then the, but then you eliminate, because then you got people, like, you know, the West is so stacked that sometimes, at least the past couple of years, there have been teams that couldn't get in. 
but they were like better than the sixth seed in the East. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather see those teams in the West get mm-hmm. in over mm-hmm. the trash teams in the East. You exactly. Know? True, and then it could actually be like, okay, you know, all right, the Rocket or not the Rocket, bad example, but like, you know, the Clippers, for example, really can't make the Clippers from a few years ago, not the current state of the Clippers. Right, right. The Clippers from a few years ago, they couldn't get past the Spurs or the Warriors, right? But this gives them a chance to get them higher up in the ranking or in the in the tournament bracket to be able to make it farther. And for the Clippers to be able to make more money this way, because they did have a solid team for a few years, mm-hmm. and and especially the team from a couple years ago, they were able to make it. They could have made it to like the Final Four rather than getting knocked out in the first round because they got stuck playing somebody like the Spurs or the Rockets mm-hmm. or the Warriors. Yeah. And it would it would allow for them to make a little <coughs> bit more money. Uh, I want to bring up the next topic. Yeah. Um, because this one. Yeah. Sorry is, about all the NBA yeah, talk. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go to the next topic because this one was relative to me uh, last week. Social media. Is it weird to have one for your pets? Yes, because I got suggested for somebody's dog, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your dog. I'm sorry. Little, I mean, little runt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is kind of weird. Josh is going to say, I'm like, I'm going to make one for Ray. <laughs> no, see, and what's funny, like, I could have, but I, that thought never crossed my mind, right. truthfully. But, I mean, I don't have anything against it, exactly. because you can make a page for your dog, and you then get, like, thousands of followers. Yeah, like, you never, like, you know, I don't know, for me, if I'm a fan of Ray, I'm going to just look at the pictures that you post of you and Ray. See, I'm going to be yeah, honest. Like, this, this is the reality of it. But I post them any, I guess. You should. So, Ray's well, adorable. She is adorable. <laughs> She's a little sasshole, but... Yeah. Um, but it happens. But, like, because if you create a page like that, you got to be pretty pretty dedicated to it. Yeah, and it could be like one of those things where you become a branded page. I mean, there are right. people who are like, they really do have thousands of followers. Like, there are people who are fans of a fucking dog. Oh, like, dude, like when I had, when I was actually actively using my puppy Instagram that I still got, Possum Puppy Picks, if you guys want to follow it, I'll start posting more. Um, when I was doing that, like I had people who ran pages of their dogs submitting pictures, or I'd find pictures on other people's pets pages who had like 60,000 followers and I'm like this one dog has 60,000 people like that's insane to me. I barely got 20 likes on my last Instagram post <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I did was because I mentioned I lost weight so. <laughs> hashtag fit uh, fit I, fam I have nothing wrong with making a, a page for your pet I just personally wouldn't do it no I, I wouldn't just do don't, it either. I don't have time for that I barely post on like any kind of like visual Kind of social yeah, media anyway. Here. I'm all about the Twitter fingers. That's all I <laughs> that, do. Then that's where I spend most of my time too. Because it's literally just my thoughts in my head. I just tweet out. I also think it's at least... Anybody, anybody who has a pet page, don't take this the wrong way. I also think if it it's a little bit fucking douchey to make a pet page. Because you're living... You're using your pet and you're vicar... Well, it's not necessarily vicariously because you're in charge of their well-being and, and responsible for how well-behaved they are or the position they're in. But you are you have a monetized animal that is now under your rule to go go with whichever way you want to go. And you're kind of whoring out your pet. They don't know what they're, what's happening. They're like, oh, attention from people, if people, like, greet them. But if you're just posting shit online, your pet doesn't know about it. Of course, they don't fucking care about economics. But... It's just, to me, it's just kind of douchey. It's kind of like you're conveniently um, and opportunistically glomming onto an op- uh, Well, that's redundant, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I do, since we've been talking about social media, I want to talk about I want to apologize for me posting that light skinned ass photo on Instagram. Oh, dude, no need to apologize. <laughs> it was not, it was just funny because I was sitting there just like ripping like all people who like. Mm. I'm always ripping on people like with light skinned photos on, on Instagram. I don't know. It was a really off cut photo that I was with somebody last week, and I was like, "Oh, that's alright." Bam, bam, and um, 
it was just funny because I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to post this. It looked like the fucking Take Care cover. And I'm like, I'm talking to Chad. I'm like, yo, man, I'm going to need to find the perfect Drake lyric for this. I couldn't find one off Take Care that matched the vibe that I was going for. Because uh, I was like, I ended up picking a line off of... Uh, off of if you're reading this is too late, which was good because I've been listening to it again for the last couple for the last week since it's been like the anniversary for it. But yeah, it was funny. But you know what's really funny? It was only a 13.6 percent success rate, and I do that by like based of li- number of likes divided by number of followers. Oh yeah. And it's like funny because then it's even like it was a great Gatsby moment for me too. So like, so uh, it was like all right, I wanted seven people to see this and like you know give me love for it, and it's like fuck, only two of you of you seven like this photo. Those other five, you're getting really pissed. Did I like me. it? I think I did. No, you did. I, oh, I'm not talking about you. You're not like, a great Gatsby oh, moment. Sure. I get all the love I, I want from you, I can't read you through the, no. the yeah, poker glasses. Yeah, I can't. But, uh, <laughs> no, man. No, no, no. You guys give me love. Yeah. You guys give me love. It's just these seven girls. I'll say it's girls. You know, it's like, man, I really wanted really wanted a couple of these to notice it and just show me love, but whatever. Fuck it. Um, hey, people are funny, finding that funny. Um, I'm just embarrassing myself. You guys nah. have a topic you want to bring up now? Uh... Otherwise, I'm going to pull up the next one from submissions. I was trying to think of topics to bring up, but I couldn't think of any. Let's bring up the Olympics real quick because it's going to be a quick one. Uh, Do you guys watch at all, or do you just watch specific events? And uh, if you were to be involved in an event, what would you like to be in? I watch, if I can. Let's talk about the Winter Olympics first. So, yeah, because it's Winter Olympics, I do watch. I don't watch all of them, Um, especially with the time difference. It's, you know, you're watching something that's a replay or... It's kind of rough. A lot of times you just see highlights. I like a lot of the skiing events. My dad's a, a cross-country skier. I grew up with that. So I like all the, the, the Nordic skiing stuff, the, the relays with that, because I appreciate how fucking difficult it is. Um, I really like the, I think it's the biathlon or something where, I think it's biathlon, where they have to ski a certain amount of distance and then shoot at targets and you get penalized if you miss, which is like oh, actually damn. historically what, like, like skiing was a, a mode of travel for hunting and then for yeah for hunting and resources so it's pretty interesting to see that it's cool because it's a measure of your endurance yeah and ability to focus yeah. you went through that hell of a right. of a of a rigorous you know right. ski section and then now you got to go yeah. and have and focus like, oh, channel yep. strength endurance be able to breathe and still shoot on target and I mean, anyone who's shot a gun before, you know that it's not necessarily like the easiest thing to well, do. It now, does require a lot. Now of... they're using like twenty twos, so but it's not. But the... still, but still, it still requires a level of focus. It's not right, something you can right. just pick up and shoot. Like it right. does require you to be able to concentrate and shoot. I mean, right. it's not unless you're you know a trained right. secret agent. It's not something you can just like, pick up and shoot. It's I not also, that easy. I also really like bobsled, especially on target. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, to to be able to do that while you're gassed. But I really like bobsled and yeah, skeleton because no, it's cool skeleton. skeleton's the one you like lay down in that sled on your okay, stomach. Okay, that's what, yeah. That shit's crazy. I, I did get to catch some of that. The only part, I saw it at work. I saw it for like can half get, a second. Can we go sledding next year, guys? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. I, I've been wanting to go sledding. Let's like, go to Whitnell Park just like, like, like old times. This, this would have been the great, the best winter to do it. There's been so it's much been snow, snow right. but yeah, I haven't had a whole lot of time to even do that shit. Ski um, jump is also dope. Do they still have... Um, Speed skating's dope. Yeah, speed skating is crazy. Dope. Short track I remember, is fucking crazy. I remember, like back in the day, like when we were kids, uh, we had that one really good guy. I can't think of his name, um, the, but it was intense back in the day. Just seeing them. Go. Oh, Apollo Ono. I, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then and then. Um, cool Runnings, man. Cool Runnings. Um, <laughs> I know we weren't old enough, but Cool Runnings. Uh, who's the other guy? <laughs> Actually, we weren't um, even born. There's a couple great. Amer- <laughs> we were born. There's a lot of great Americans in speed skating in history, and I like to see them compete. Of course, a lot of the Asian countries have gotten fucking insane at it. But yeah, do they still what? have um like 
I don't know if this was even in the Winter Olympics, to be honest, but, like, best trick for snowboarding? Like, where it's, they take, like, one jump and try to do a trick? I, I don't know if they have, like, the suit, like, super jump or whatever it's called. I, they you feel have, like it's transitioned to the X Games more. Well, right. they, they have the the pipe, of course, Yeah. where you're still trying to bust out the best, craziest tricks. And then I know they have, for skiing at least, they have, like, a run where you, you're bombing and then you're hitting different shit. I think they have that for snowboarding, too. Yeah, that's what I couldn't remember. But I... But I can't, I can't remember either. I will say that one of the coolest ones, the one of the Dark Horse coolest events is curling. Oh, absolutely. Curling is so sick. Curling's the greatest Dude. thing that goes under the radar. Absolutely. And it's funny, like, because um, I was also hearing this on the radio a couple, I think it might have been last week, somebody brought up uh, the Winter Olympics and curling, and they had never watched it before because it had this like weird connotation attached to it. He's like, dude, it's so boring. Until he watched it, he's like, curling's dope. He's it's like, dope, dude, that dude. shit is yeah. insane. Like, yeah, it gets man. so intense. It gets its flack because it's a very popular sport in Canada, and in America, everything Canadian is fucking bogus. And well, that's bullshit. America, the Americans are really good too. China fucking hacks in curling. I can't believe how well they they've grown in the last 10 years. And I think it's cuz they put an effort into it now that they're a global player in the right. world. They need to garner it's attention. Cool they need sport, to get man. people to be involved and they want their awesome. they want their citizens to be involved in this and whole. Thing. Nice That's why they were big on the whole Beijing Olympics. The nice, they really wanted it. The nice thing too is it's it it's a game of strategy and you have to use your brain and it's not the same kind of impact as a lot of these other ones are. It's kind of like the same aspect of bowling. Like you can be in, you can be super, super good at, at bowling and, and curling, and you can, like, be a complete pro and just shit on people. But at the same time, like, if you have a patch of ice, you could go out with your friends and do it and just fuck around. It's yeah. not like you can't just go with your friends and, like, let's go bobsled because you're going to break I know your a necks. lot of the northern states that are really close to Canada, there are people who just go out and go curling. Like, oh, if yeah. you're in northern Minnesota, Wisconsin, upper Minnesota, Michigan, yeah. uh, you know, northern Wisconsin, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like that. Illinois, so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or even like some parts of northern New York. I think it's just the having that that close relation to the Canadian border and just having yeah. people going back and forth with the cultures. It has gotten popular in the states. And I, hey, man, fuck it. Canada's dope. Well, Everyone and now shit's on Canada. They can fuck off. Now there's like curling night in America on yes. NBC. No yes. way. Yeah. That's it's dope. so awesome. Every once in a while, I don't know when it starts. Um, I think it's like Q Cup might know. It's. But. I don't think it's going on now because of the events in the Olympics, but a lot of times... Maybe they'll delay um, it or something, do it at a different time of the year. They, I know what, when uh, Mr. Cupper uh, had talked to some of the people on the U.S. team that were on that, they shoot it, like, earlier, and then it's delayed, Yeah, but they so still like make an replay. event out of it. And, dude, it's awesome. Everybody could... It's just one of those things, like, it's just a cool... It's just a cool sport. Like, I want to go curling. It'd be I know so that they, much I think fun. they do it at the Pettit sometimes. It'd be so much dude, fun. It's, it'd be so hard. Oh, my you gotta, God. I'm down to oh, try, man. man. Fuck it. Like, what's... I'm oof. definitely down. Oh, I, I'd love to try it. Maybe we... Oh, dude, if we, like, videotaped us curling one day, hey. just put that on our <laughs> On our podcast. page? Yep. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. The uh, gang goes curling. Oh, man, I was telling Josh the other night. I'm going to bring it up to you. One day we're going to do a general podcast, but we're just going to take, like, the last half... We'll do, like, one where it's just, like, smaller topics, and we'll do, like, the last half hour, just, like, live us playing Mario Kart, just, like, cussing yes. a storm. You're like, fuck you with a blue shell! Ah! Yeah, oh, <laughs> but, yeah we'll see. We'll, yeah, stay tuned if you guys are into watching us play Mario Kart or, like, Smash Bros or something. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I get my ass kicked in Smash Bros for sure. I might put a hoop in my in my driveway in the back, too, so maybe we can hey. get some... <laughs> and oh, one no, mixtape! No, Let's no, go! No, 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 get some... No. Hey, we'll bring, up we'll bring it down to, like, seven feet yeah, so you can have fun we, with it. Oh, yeah, we're gonna put it at eight. We'll bring it down to, like, seven, eight feet. Go see how trash I am at basketball. I don't even know if I can dunk on eight feet. You could dunk on eight feet. When you're standing with your hands up and you hop you could touch it this look, look yeah, we'll figure it out look at this <laughs>
that's, that's an eight foot ceiling. That was tough. Yeah. We'll try pulling a ball over that. I don't know. We'll get one of the we'll junior it. balls. Dude, let's get, oh, let's get a little tight hoop from like Walmart. Now, now, we got. <laughs> like those ones for like 40 bucks. Dude, it just goes slamming on it. We could go back to my white ball or mixtape. Yeah, and like, hey, one mixtape. Yeah. Dude, do you remember those videos yeah. I used to? Oh, um, shout out, hey. shout out, Jake, Logan, and shout Art. out MySpace, my guy. Yeah. We're gonna pull them up on Dude. MySpace one of these days. Man. Hopefully, they still survive. Um, I want to bring up one little topic real quick. Somebody brought up uh, the XXL, XXL freshman list. Do we care? I'm like, no, because people who run those publications don't know anything about know. music. Did they release Fuck the that. newest one? I don't. No, know. it's just no. they're probably coming up with it soon because they usually do bring it up in the first quarter. I and the past couple years have been trash. Yeah. The people who run these music blogs, they're just fucking retarded. I don't know. I can't stand most people who run these ha- hip hop blogs. The only ones I ever respect are the ones. I mean, and I'm talking about this as a hip hop fan. I can't speak for people who run like you know, indie rock blogs or anything like that. But, like, for the hip-hop blogs, it's all people who don't know shit about music anyways. Yeah. It's all the people who started listening to hip-hop, like, in 2010, which I get it, you're young, but, like, come right. on, man. Hip-hop's not that old where you can't go back in time and learn music. Right. Like, learn the essence and the roots of what things happen. I never want to see somebody, like... I swear to God, if that 6ix9ine guy shows up on XXL this year, <laughs> I'm going to fucking throw a fit, all right? That guy, dude. God damn. My, my favorite thing about XXL when they do the ciphers is... Watching DJ, I can appreciate but, that. But it's like the BET ciphers. Like watch, it can happen. It can be nice. But watch DJ Drama's face in the past few years. <laughs> if you watch each year, it's, it's worse than my here. It's hilarious. He's, <laughs> he, every, he's like trying so hard to get into it, and he's just like straight face, trying not to cry. The video was paused. You needed a oh. software update, I guess. Oh, whoops. <laughs> did you <laughs> did you redo it? Uh yeah. I just had oh, to hit later. Okay, thank God. Sorry guys. But, yeah, it's, it's funny though. All you guys missed was that we were just saying how DJ Drama. You know, every year now that he's been doing the XL over years, he's just been like, why the fuck am I here? I feel like it was the same like when, man, what was it last year? It was either a BT or an XL cypher. Uh, I think it was Premiere. DJ Premiere was doing the cypher. And somebody was calling the beat whack. I'm like, bruh, oh, DJ Premiere yeah. beat is one of the... that You are lucky. You should be lucky you're in the same room as DJ Premiere. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. His beats are perfect for ciphers. Yeah. Just easy, slow in and just go and rap. Just go yeah. in on it. You don't need fucking Metro booming on fucking ciphers. Are you I kidding do, me? I do like when there's a couple people that nobody knows because they're not on the radio. And I appreciate that. I that's like what's, that. That's why I want the XL freshmen to get back on it. Like, yeah. you know, not let's not be a popularity contest based on social media. Let's be like, oh man, this guy is dope. Like, this yeah. guy should be on the list. We want this guy to be known. And he's got bars, man. Like, he's got flow. He's got... He's got lyricism. And there's a lot of people out there that deserve attention that don't because they're not hyping themselves up on social media like these other fucks. And that's what's the worst thing about the music game now. It, it really has become an internet game. And you know who deserves to be on the site on to double XL cover is Mark Battles. Fly America. Six pretty good. Mark Battles. I've heard dude. a couple things. Lyricism. Absolutely. You know who else gets slept on and is an absolute monster? Take your guess, Sam. Who do you think I'm gonna say? Got no idea. Take a guess. Name's Doctor Foss, bitch. But yeah, I don't know. King Los. Oh yeah, King Los is dope, man. Big shout boy. out. Oh, man. Shout out to Los. Well, bad boy entertainment. <clears throat> I think our YouTube's gonna be scrapped this week. Mm. Why? Audio's not coming through. Oh no. Oh, it's fine. So, okay, man. I saw yeah, Marcus's yeah. thing in the chat. What did he and say? He just said his audio wasn't coming through, Uh-oh. and I just looked it up, and it's not coming through. On on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. Well, we'll have the. We should have better audio this week. On Anybody know sign podcast. language? Know how to say sorry in sign language? I so have the YouTubers. No, idea. <laughs> I, I, no not. No. A, Do we have no. anybody on YouTube? Was it one person watching? Yeah, it's not a big deal. I don't know how well YouTube's gonna really play out for our podcast, but we'll, we'll see. see. Gotta establish that base. First. I think once we have a fan base, YouTube will matter more. 
Yeah, it'll be nice if we can stream on mobile. That would be the... Yeah, then I can just bring another phone. But we'll Anyways, see. back to the podcast. Um, what do we want to talk about? You guys have any other topics? Uh, hey, shout out to uh, the guys who've submitted topics. Keep up with it because it really makes it easier for us to bring up topics. We really only had one thing planned to talk about today. We'll get to it. But otherwise, do you guys have any other topics that you have um, in mind that you want to bring up? It's National Drink Wine Day. Ooh. I mean, I don't partake, but why don't yeah. you guys take this? I could. I don't really drink wine either. I well, you drink alcohol, so. I like have you drank wine. wine in your life? Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay, so then talk about wine. Talk about I, Even if you're an amateur and you're not really a wine, con- wine connoisseur. You I am a red kind of guy. I'm, I don't like white wine very much. Um, I'm, I also don't like wines that are super dry. I'm... Well, at the same time, you know, sometimes it's okay. I'm a big fan of uh, Cabernet. Especially like a, an oaky Cabernet. Kind of that whiskey sort of profile. Um, I like... Josh Wine, their red, their a lot of their reds, whether it's Josh a blend Wine. or it's their their cabs. Um, I like Merlot. Pinot Grigio is not great. Pinot Noir is good. Um, yeah, I'm not a big wine guy. Much more uh, a beer guy. Myself. Truthfully, I'm not. I don't really like red wine. I guess like that. Ah, there's just something about red wine that I just can't do. And I probably goes to like, aren't a lot of red wines more dry? Yeah, uh, depends. Okay. They definitely have a. To me, they have a str- much stronger flavor than white wines. Okay. See, and there's there's just, more tannins and other weird shit in them yeah. that aren't in white wines. Even though it sounds fruity as shit, like pink moscato. It's delicious. So delicious. Moscato's good. You know what, what red wine you'd probably like? I don't know if you've ever had Lambrusco. I don't it's like think a so. sparkling red wine. A lot of Italian Amer- Italian American places have it. Um, Marco just says said room temp wine or cold. If I'm going like like Cabernet, I'm going room temp. If I'm going Lambrusco or I'm going like a white wine or like a dessert wine, it's got to be chilled. Moscato, same thing. Um, but any of those ones that have that like oaky, more oaky flavor, I'd rather have it at, at room temp. I, I'm definitely a cold wine guy. Like I'd love my wine with like a couple ice cubes in it. Truthfully, just to, part of it's to actually water it down make it a little bit easier to drink for me because there's just something about wine that i can't mm. drink as nicely as like a beer or something right. so it's very it's a very strong taste because it's so fermented so i think it, yeah. it can be overwhelming right and yeah. being in barrels versus you know whatever they i don't know how the whole distillation versus brewing versus fermentation well, process brewing, i mean because it's in a kettle right and the, the brewing process is a little and different. sometimes they'll they'll age beer in casks too but with wine it's always i feel like those beers usually tend to be darker beers and they're more related to the other dark liquors versus right for versus generally at least what, what about you guys what are your favorite wines yeah, why don't beer? you guys talk in the chat while i bring up my favorite wine uh, Welch's sparkling grape. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> now that's delicious. Spark- Spark- sparkling, sparkling grape. Grape, grape juice oh is great, guys. God, and sparkling grape so juice is even good. better. Like, I'd love to just get that shit all the time. Like, we get it for holidays and stuff with my family, but I could no. drink that shit. Welch's? Maybe we could just go walk into Pick and Save and grab a bottle, yeah. right? Welch's? And I don't do it enough. Fuck it, we're doing it next week. Welch's? <laughs> or... We're going to be having some sparkling grape juice with our chicken yeah. next week, guys. Welch's or Martinelli's? No, right, Martinelli's. I'm a basic guy. Martinelli's yeah. sparkling grape. Right, fuck it, we're gonna get Martinelli's and, and they make and, uh, and they make apple cider. Okay. Yeah, if you like Martinelli's apple juice, I think the biggest turn off though with like grape juice is so it's such a sweet. Oh right. Fruit and it juice, leaves that not to fl- mention that yeah. flavor, in your and it leaves mouth. that oh, stickiness oh, in your mouth. So like, so I don't know. Is that the same feeling you guys can get with wine? Because I know that wine can be pretty sweet. So like, 
I know it's not going to be like grape juice, but like you guys kind of have that feeling after you drink a little bit of wine. Does it feel like That's, it's that stickiness flavor? Yeah, it enough? depends on what it is. Like, it also to me, it also depends on if, if you're eating with it too. I if I drink well, I wine, think any, any food helps always break right. down any strong flavors and strong sugars. If and I drink wine, I tend to be eating. I don't really drink it like how I would if I wanted to come home. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna grab a beer or something and crack a beer. Like for example, like I can't drink and like this is another one of my favorite wines is Coca Cola. So like, yeah. <laughs> hey man, Coca Cola is traditionally a wine type drink. So, uh, but yeah, with Coca Cola, yeah, it's hard for me to just straight up drink Coke. I gotta eat. I gotta drink it with something. And like I said, like or I said before. Uh, like I gotta, I can only drink Coke with like what I call fatty American foods because that's what breaks it down the best. Yeah. Otherwise, that just drinking a straight bottle of Coke or like yeah. a can of Coke, just, that it shit just sticks in your mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, well, John pretty much nailed it. Marco, oh, uh, oh, 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 hold the. Uh, I just hit share, and, um, then, and then I hit start again. I think so. Yeah. Oh shit! Wrong one. Well, we should cover the Laura Ingram thing. Yeah, so now we can get into what we've planned for the podcast. Well, there were a couple comments. Um, I'll wait till people start joining again, though. Um, I know Alyssa mentioned her favorite wine. Did you say Moscato, right? Yeah. Um, God, us three just join in pretty quickly. All Moscatos are always good, in my opinion. <clears throat> really, for the most part. Uh, best Moscatos, Moscato de Asti. Interesting. Um, Marco also mentioned that wines give the worst hangovers, which because I feel like they have a higher alcohol content. Well, really I think it, I think it's the tan, I think it's the tannins or so, or whatever the fuck yeah. sulfite whatever. No, it no, is. no, no, tannins. Tannins is the byproduct of Aren't all there fermentation sulfites process. too. I, I for, but for me honestly, beer also get if I drink a lot of beer I get a really bad like headache hangover. Yeah, liquor never fucks with my head. But it makes my stomach feel like shit. Wine will give me a, a hangover, but I usually haven't. I've never been like like blasted on wine. See, now, I, so yeah, I've, I've never, I've never, never gotten with, that. With champagne wine being drunk. a more refined liquor or, Cha- or, or champagne, refined alcohol. So like, how does how does champagne drunk champagne, champagne hangovers feel? Feels the same no to me as as beer. Just like a kind of a headache more than anything. But I've anytime I've had champagne. Or enough to give me a hangover, I probably have something else in it in there too. Yeah, to be that's honest with you, um, <clears throat> it's just kind of how it works. Um, I don't start with wines or champagnes unless I'm eating something or it's some celebratory yeah scenario. Friday, Josh saw champagne on the menu. <laughs> he's looking at drinks and he's like, "Ooh, should we celebrate?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's wait till we still have something to celebrate for." <laughs> then you can have champagne. Popping just... bottles. Hey, man, you you were killing it back with them Stellas. You I look was, like you're enjoying it. I, oh, dude, I was having a great time. I think I had like four, four. I think I had four or five of them, to be honest. You know what, though? Uh, I think Fucking one episode. expensive, though. Oh, I bet. I bet, uh, what's it called? You and John, you guys probably do like a beer snob podcast. One, one we week. could, but even then, I. <laughs> John, <laughs> John's, John's with it. Yeah, he's, John's he's down. all into it. I mean, I could definitely try, but even then, like, I'm not picky about like, right. brands of beer or anything. It, like, I do like dialing in flavors, though. I like, do, yeah. I'm te- I know both of us tend to be just really IPA guys. Yes. So here's a preview of the of the beer podcast, yeah. guys. Coming yeah. soon at some point. Some down the people line. are pe- some people are just shit on just IPAs. Doing alcohol podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll just sit here and you just, be, just like, be the moderator. I'll just learn from you guys. Yeah, no, no, I'll just learn from you guys. I like learning from people who do things that I don't do, and it's fine if I don't do it. But I'm still interested. There's no reason for me not to learn. Give it a little bit of the Sloshcast feel. Sloshcast. Yeah, you could tie it in. Hashtag Sloshcast. Uh, it's I, hashtag Wisconsin drunkenness. Some people <laughs> shit on IPAs because like I don't want 
people always it's the same people that complain about cilantro. They're like, it tastes like <laughs> soap. It tastes like soap. And I'm I'm not sorry that you have a shitty genetic code that makes you not like cilantro. <laughs> a terrible palate. Or, uh, yeah, exactly. I do not like cilantro. Come on, man. exactly. IPAs are delicious. They're they tend to be hoppy and bitter, but you can also have a delicious citrus profile. And they have some of the. This is gonna sound weird. This they have some of the best heads. On any beer in terms of foam. No, no, people know. I mean, if you're a beer drinker, for you know me, what a head is. For me, at least. Now, the best beer out there, in my opinion, is not any of the ones that you see on, like, Beer Advocate or those review sites where they've got, like, the Pliny's. They've got some of the other shit from Russian River or whatever that brewery's called. Or, like, they have, like, Three Floyds makes um, Zombie Dust. I've had Zombie Dust. It was good. It's not... I don't think it's, like, a 98 out of 100, like everybody says. I think the best. Oh shit! I think the best beer out there is um, Napalm Bunny by Ale Asylum. That's the best IPA I have ever had, and it's an Imperial IPA. They also make one called um, Velveteen Habit, which is the regular standard IPA version of that. Um, oh shit! I'll, I'll save my favorites for the actual podcast. Yeah, we'll move yeah. on from this that's, topic. We're just we're just giving you hints, you know. Yeah. We'll move on from this. Topic. I also I need time to think about it. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's why I like to wait when we do those special events, ones where we can have time to really hammer in, you know, opinions, arguments, yep. what we want to talk about. Um, I guess we're gonna talk about like the big news this week. Uh, you know, I hate to say this, but you know, prayers and thoughts out to. All the people that had to suffer through what happened oh, in Florida. Man. What is it? Uh, Parkland? Is that what the town is so. called? Yeah. You know, that's... I mean, every year... Not every year. I mean, every, every time we got to deal with this crap, man. It's it's rough. Every week? Yeah. And this is a pretty bad one. Um, all we got to talk about is we want to talk about the, the, the source of the situation, the source of the issues. And just seeing for the last couple of days, everyone bringing up... You know, oh, we need gun control, or oh, we need mental health awareness, or oh, people kill people, or oh, and it's like, any politician who speaks on this, I'm going to be honest with you, they don't care. Exactly. They, they don't care about anything, because, what do I want to say? They're making lobbying money from one side or the other. No, it's not that. It's okay, it's maybe the they care, hold on, hold on, maybe it's they care, the but they can't show that they care. They can't show well, an actual genuine caring. Now, because I, a lot of these, come on, man, nobody, nobody on the Republican side of things really wants people to die. But they can't say anything because I think what they, the people behind them are making sure, like, hey, you slip up one wrong word, I'm gonna beat your ass, and it's scary, man. It's scary because we're talking about something. I'm hey, I'm all for the Second Amendment, and I'm all for people being able to defend themselves. Right. But there are some things that shouldn't be allowed. Like there is no reason. And if you look at it, somebody pulled up uh, a lot of the shootings that have happened over you know the years in America. A lot of the weapon of choice has been an AR-15. Oh, yeah. At least and I'm recently. sorry. There's, there's no reason to have an yeah. AR-15. No, there is yeah. absolutely no I'm all no, for there's... you can have a handgun to defend yourself. Right. You can have a rifle to go hunting. You can have a shotgun to really defend yourself. Yes. Anything more than that, what's the point? I yeah, get if you're, you're just a, getting a little If you're a gun fan, keep it be a range, gun fan, bro. but like, yeah, keep it on the range. Like, yep. And on top of that, by keeping it on the range and the mental health aspect, like, yeah, background checks are important. And not anyone should be able to easily get a gun. Maybe it should be a little bit easier to get a handgun, but yo, you want something like an AR-15 because you're a gun nut uh, and you're a hobbyist, you want an AR-15, you're going to have to go through some shit. Like, you're going to have to, like, pass so many tests. And that's that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it because if you're a gun connoisseur, fuck it. You're going to go through what you got to go through. I mean, anyone who's a fan of anything, they have to go through certain things for them to be able to get it. If you're a car nut, you have to make sure that you're following certain regulations and guidelines. I mean, you can't import anything. Uh, from certain cars uh, from parts of the world that 
aren't sold here in the States due to environmental regulations. And cars have to be, I think, older than 20 or 25 years before you can import them. And there's a lot of illegalness with car importing because people will, like, import them by parts. And then they'll have a, you know, a mechanic who's talented who can rebuild the whole car based on parts. Right. And, I mean, when it comes down to it, yes, you know, oh, somebody brought up a stupid argument. It's like, well, drugs are illegal. People are still using drugs. Yes, but look at the places that have legalized marijuana. I'm not saying marijuana is bad or anything. But what I'm saying here is that once marijuana was legalized in those states, marijuana use jacked up. Because it was easier to access. It was less wariness of being caught and getting in trouble with it. Yes. Crimes there will always also. be guns that will... Yeah. But guns will always be available in, quote-unquote, the black market. Hey. We've my, got... my boy Chocolate Bear. Hey. Colin. Yes, it is like a GT project. You are more than welcome. Anytime you're back in the Midwest, Colin, you are more than welcome to come yeah, join This us. is a you know, top-quality table. Great great framing <laughs> <laughs> it really is off the cuff like all of our other gt projects custom made table yeah i built this with my own bare hands yep. <laughs> marble finish obviously <laughs> it's got some marbling going on in the vinyl <laughs> but yeah so i mean and oh man the worst thing and you guys can jump in on this the worst thing is people who are trying to make it only one sourced issue no no, no. this is a combination of sourced issues that led this deranged guy to go and do what he did. It is not only because of his access to guns. It is not only because he's mentally deranged. Because, hey, man, whether or not you want to say he's clinically deranged, no, 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 you are deranged. For you to think that this was an okay retaliation with whatever issue that you have in whatever situation that you're living, this is not okay. And, come on, man, it's it's fucking ridiculous that we have to sit there and argue mental health versus guns. Are you fucking kidding me? It's both. It's both. Right. What simpleton-minded argument that you have to make that you can only say it's one reason? Right. Yeah, uh, it just, it sucks because of how divided the country is, uh-huh. and I we don't have not, to be, not we it's all about compromise, we don't. there really isn't an issue with this, like, or, I'm sorry, problem. there is an issue, but it doesn't have to be an it's issue, a, it's I, a, I yeah. hate that it becomes like one side versus yeah. the other, yeah, it's, like, it's stupid, it's a media driven thing, it's, it's honest, a, yes, it's a it politician, and it's, it is driving extremism, it speaks to, it and I know people don't like the word extremism, because it like, you know, refers to like, you know, terrorism and stuff like that, no, no, extremism can be anything, you can be an annoying extremist nut job when it comes to fucking food, to clothing, to music. There's nothing more annoying than a New York rap fan just goes, anybody outside of New York is trash. Yeah, like, it's, it's no, an, it's an any sort of extremism is annoying as fuck. There's no reason for you to not it's, be trying to be complex. Uh, Come on. With the past, it, we've always had a problem with polarization in the U.S., but... It's gotten worse yes, in the last 50 years, man. And the, and the last they, 50 years they, has been bad. They, each, each major party plays to a singular extremist voice of those parties... And so you only get the furthest left opinion for the Democrats for the most part and the furthest right opinion for there's the Republicans. No, there's no such thing as a moderate anymore. Right. No. You're demonized if you're yes, a moderate. Exactly. It's fucking up. It's fucked up. It is. And then it, dri- and then it drives us apart because... Because I'm a moderate. Yes. And I got to sit here and make decisions based on two shitty extremists. And instead of the, the populace having a case-by-case discussion... We get shoved into these boxes where it's all it's all yes or no, A or B, and there's no like if you look at like a Twitter poll, you try to do a poll and you tweet it. The you have two options, and then you have to add for optional. I th- I think that that's a, an inherently flawed American construct of A and B because we have a our political our political theory and ideology is based entirely on just that ideology and also morals. And we don't really have like a, a theory, logic-based sort of, of rhetoric or paradigm that 
it all just gets hijacked by people using emotional arguments and, and buzzwords and trying to memeify. That's the certain... big one is buzzwords. Yeah. I mean, okay, I guess, yes, this is a bad massacre and what happened. But man, how quickly did they jump on the word rampage? Well, right. I mean, it, that's it, what it's, they it's call an, all of them. Yeah. It's an, no, I've seen the word rampage used a lot more in this shooting. Right. This is they branded this event well, yeah. as a rampage. Well, they also can't. And it's, it is a rampage. I'm not saying that it's they not. Also don't but wanna, you can tell how much everyone jumped on this. They so also quickly. don't want to call it terrorism because he looks oh, white. Yeah. So, I mean, the headlines. Every time a white guy does something, the headlines always piss me off. Mental health. They describe yeah. No, and hey, mental health is an issue. All right. Right, like but this that's guy. All no, it's more like troubled orphan. Yeah, did, and did like, you are you fucking kidding Dylan, me? Fucking Dylan. I'm sorry. So, okay, this is yeah. gonna sound very insensitive. For me. No. And you know what? No, 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 no. I'm gonna say something, and it's gonna sound insensitive and whatever. But I, I, I want to bring this up. When they brought up the the history of this guy, how he lost his mom, and something about a stepfather, blah blah blah, all this, and that he was, you know, he was becoming you know, alone in the world. I've never seen that as legitimate reasons as to, uh, as for a mass shooting or for right. murder. I've seen it and I'm sorry, this is a very insensitive thing, but I've seen it for suicide. And that's a very important topic we got to talk about mental health too. And I'm not saying the guy should have killed himself, but what I'm saying is that I can see where if they, if he did kill himself and it was a big publicized thing, they would use these reasons to explain why he killed himself. Like that was a resume for a suicide note. And yeah, and I'm and both sides. Whether you're gonna become a mass murderer or you're gonna kill yourself, either way, mental health is very important, and we need to focus more on it. And the fact that insurance companies and nationalized insurance yeah. or, or whatever is cutting back on mental health, it's sad because uh, I think, especially with the current state of our society in America, how we view things socially between social media and our friends, and you know, like you always talk about keeping up with the Joneses, people do become mentally unstable not not like you're gonna go and be violent or anything but mentally unstable like mentally unstable could be depression it's mentally a, yeah. unstable could be you know lack of of self-determination and not wanting to live losing your will to want to maintain your life in a growing manner and just staying stagnant that right. is a mental illness in its own because you are no longer happy with yourself and that's 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 yeah. bad man I mean, we all should want to become better people right. there's nothing wrong with that. that that's life we all go through ups and downs and i feel like if we focus more on mental health that, that we can avoid a lot of things. We I can think, avoid suicides. We can avoid murders. I think there's... And mass murders. And side note, if you're listening to this, just know that you're loved. Right. Exactly. Always. Always. By all means. You're always loved by one person or another in your life. Uh, I mean, knowing that sometimes you can get in ways where you feel alone. You are alone for that minute. The next minute, realize that somebody right. is there. Reach out. If people don't, If people don't do anything, it's... You can't say it's on them because some people don't know how to handle certain conversations or talks. But just keep reaching out because there's always Constantly. someone that's been in a similar scenario or at least can help guide you. I think the biggest thing going back to the social media conversation is, well, before I say that, I should say this. Of all people, I never expected to see this post. Dan Bilzerian, the poker player, millionaire guy. Internet. Oh missed. yeah, hey, the T Pain song. Fucking yeah. love that shit. He, <laughs> I don't know the guy until I heard that song. He actually <laughs> just posted on his Instagram. He's since, a gun nut. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. He, he always poses with rifles and shit like that, which just, is fine. He just posted a picture of like a kind of like a selfie, and it said. I'm sorry for saying the word gun nut. That's wrong because well, there's nothing wrong with being a gun nut, like gun enthusiast. Right. It's fine but, to be a fan of guns. But my main just point. Just be safe. The, with that post, he said something to, along the lines of, "Post less, post less," and then something else, basically about going to live your life. Social media really should be called anti-social media because it just turns You're people... You're not being social. It turns people into anti-social, passive-aggressive assholes that constantly get reinforced to compete and compare with each other. 
And then it turns you into an asshole into the, in terms of the public. And you start to resent people. It's happened to me, too. It, it, it drives depression and anxiety rates through the roof. You couple that with all these fucking medications we take and Man. the inability to... Don't get me to, started with the drug yes. companies. And we, it, it, so basically, you just become an antisocial person that is like, oh, this isn't within my interest. Oh, I'm not going to fucking like this. I'm not going to follow this because it doesn't fit my narrative. And the, that's the problem with Facebook, Instagram... It's nice that you can look at shit you like all the time, but then you have the option to dislike something or unfollow something. You should have that right, but they shouldn't constantly tailor everything to try to find your niche. All they're really doing is trying to sell you products over a certain length of time, and that's all they're doing. They're turning Instagram into just a visual media marketplace where you can compare and contrast you with whatever issues you have internally to the external world or whatever the lens you're looking through viewing as the external world and so everything gets shifted and warped and it doesn't show the full picture it it limits the possibility for people to have case-by-case discussions to understand that there are nuances within positions politically morally socially and it just turns everybody into these fucking robots with our own little likes like even though we're not here yet to the to a horrible point yet we're slowly but surely turning in to the people from wally where we're sitting on our fucking little scooters that roll around I love that movie. with hey, let's a watch fucking, that soon. with a little with a little screen in front of our face oh i want my slurpee and my whatever and we're just getting carted around by the internet instead of instead of basically steering our own ships it's just becoming this fucking ridiculous game where I really think we need to take a step back. I like the idea of the post that we should post less. And I try to do it. I mean, of course, Twitter, I can't really say I do that. Because Twitter, I'm still a bitch. I'm still a bitch. I need to bitch and moan about stuff. I still need to tweet at people I don't like because I'm not a big enough person to not do that. I can't do all that. But it's... But I think really we should all try to focus on. I know it's ironic because we're you know streaming out. Yeah, stuff. we're using. And but, here's the thing. No, but that's the thing. But the still, internet is a blessing and a curse, and we need to work more on it being a blessing and less of it being yes. a curse. It should help us to. It should be a tool. Yes, and to not, mold, a, not a curse. To mold yeah. our community as a nation, as a world, not to buttress your own beliefs and shit, so that you get get more narrowly and narrowly with tunnel vision down some path just so some fucking asshole company can sell you shit. And, I mean, our generation, this generation specifically, us, here, the people in this room, now I'm talking about a lot of the people that are a lot younger than us, we are the internet generation. We watch the internet grow from its yep. infancy yep. to what it is today. And I'm not talking about the internet of the 1980s when they used it as a military communication tool for research and stuff. I'm talking about when it finally became a consumer good in the mid-90s yeah. when Yahoo was created, when uh, all that, like Yahoo was the internet phone book. That was what yeah. it was for. It was an internet directory. And watching it from that all the way through, and maybe me earlier because I started when I was like four or five, you know, touching computers and looking at stuff. Uh, but we all watched it grow. We we were there from the the basic search days to all of us getting our first. Or I mean, I got my first like email at five. Ask but Jeeves and yeah, shit. we went from Ask Jeeves, and then like we went to you know the first social networks. I know that we skipped Friendster, but like I mean, we got to MySpace, and then we oh, watched right. MySpace to right. grow, that and then we went to yeah. you know Facebook, and then to, we've been around. We we seen the yeah. whole thing, and watching the evolution, yeah. I've seen it get worse. We've basically been. We, basically, we are the internet age. Yeah, we, we got are, lucky. Like, hey, we should not be called fucking millennials. We are the I generation. We got lucky. Which is what they used to call us before everyone decided to use the word millennials. Right. Uh, we were called the I generation for a even long though millennials time. starts what like at the be- like what the I don't 80s? even know anymore. I just because I, I remember people calling. They kept changing yeah. the fucking. Window I remember for like ten years ago, people calling like twenty somethings millennials, and it's like, oh man. I mean, I use it all the time because I like. They like the, the word because generation. we've made it past the new millennium. You know, shout out to not you know getting hit with Y two K because that was a hoax. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember Y2K. Or was it? I remember Y2K as a five-year-old. Did it not I, set up a new paradigm that we're talking about? I remember about? us sitting on New Year's, yeah. and it wasn't a very celebratory New Year's, and we were all just like, I mean, we're a religious family, like just sitting there yeah. praying, just going like, you know what, let's let's make sure that we're all, you know, coming with our spirituality, we're coming to these moments. And then we finally got it, it's like, hey, and we all hugged and kissed each other, and it's like, I'm, I'm five. Like, I didn't fully understand it, but I do remember it not being necessarily like a fun New Year's. I remember it being like, let's all be with the family. We, I went down to Dallas for that New Year's because my mom wanted to be with her sister. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, I remember that. You know? It's, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't want to at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember seeing weird glasses. The 2000 yeah, glasses. Those glasses are yeah. dope too. The, the and zeros the, and everything. Yeah. I like the 2002 ones the best because it has that even two, frame. Two, yeah, man. But, Talk about symmetry. Yeah, right. I, I think that, you know, we had all these weird doomsday things about y2k but honestly this is a, this is a prelude to our end of the world podcast honestly y2k okay. is real because we've shifted our thinking towards a computerized internet monetized system so not it's mentioned just it's making sure well the big we've thing with y2k from tv to the, the big thing with y2k and there's been other y2ks afterwards and i'm, I'm gonna speak this, this is by no means are any of us here experts but this is one thing i can call myself an area of expertise Y2K was scary because we realized that programmers were being lazy and that they could have fucked up a lot of the things that ran on the computers in the 90s because they didn't adjust for the time. That was the whole point of Y2K. Right. That was the idea. Now, safety, public some safety, people yeah. thought that it was a little bit over the top. They were like, oh, the robots are going to come. No, no, no. It was more like computerized systems were going to fail. Banking was going to fail. Any computerized systems for hospitals was going to fail. And that we were going to run with our heads cut off for weeks, months before we were able to get things back online. And what was nice about Y2K was that it put a focus that computer programmers need to, you know, account for this. And we've had slip-ups. One big slip-up, uh, for example, was uh, somewhere in the mid-2000s. All those Zoom players. You guys remember the Microsoft Zoom? Oh, the yeah. Zoom. They had a fuck, f- fucked up bug that it was going to, the, 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 the system would not boot because once a certain new year hit, I can't remember which year it was, that they weren't going to fix it. So like Microsoft, even though they stopped supporting the Zunes, they had to rush out a patch as quickly as possible and put out a press release. Like, hey, if you actually use a Zune still, which, hey, Zune was fucking great. Fuck the iPod. Yeah, but that was, like, I like go that and device. update to this new firmware because all it did is change two lines of code, but it was important because otherwise you had this hundreds of dollars piece of equipment that just was no longer going to boot because the timing was no longer going to work. And... That was a big one. Another big one, again, another Microsoft-related one. I'm so sorry. It's not Microsoft's fault. It's everyone else's involved. Um, why do we have Windows 10? Other than branding, the big one, technologically-wise, was do you guys remember Windows 95 and 98? A lot of programmers back then were getting lazy and would just, um, to put for system requirements in the headers of the program, were only using 9.x. So that way they were saying, okay, it works on 95 and 98, oh, instead of yeah. programming 95 and 98. Right. So they it's were like, one, one yeah, line. so like if they were going to put Windows 9 it was going to fuck up a lot of programs because oh, they would be like, it shouldn't run, but yeah. it runs with a nine. And yeah. they were like, oh, it's going to force it to run, so but it wasn't a, supposed literally to. Literally just a coding So thing. they jumped it to 10 because they're like, fuck it. Because we can't, because the big thing with Microsoft is that they run with a lot of enterprise systems. So it's like businesses were using softwares that were like 15, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they didn't want to move on from it for whatever reason. Uh, there's a lot of reasons, but you know, they didn't want to move on from it. So they did it as a matter of fact, just to make sure, because the Windows 10 update was less about consumers and more about enterprise, because mm. Windows 8 was for, for consumers. So that was a really interesting thing. We have Y2K moments still. Oh, and right. yeah. uh, this is just the nice thing about Y2K is it push, pushed us into a fact that we need to take computers seriously. And because we've taken it seriously, we're able to have a lot of the secure stuff that we have today. Right. We, oh, ha- yeah. we are not, I'm more trustworthy of banking 
computerized. Oh, you know? absolutely. If you asked me 15 years ago to computerize to do banking on my phone, I would have been scared because yeah. generally po- programming was really lazy back then right. and really messy, and that was really scary. I'm still slightly scared of it, but I do it anyway. Yeah, like that whole like mobile deposit with your check. I can't do that. I'm still weirded out by a lot of the personalized shit yeah. on devices because there is potential for. For er- huge There's some companies I don't mind having up. my data. Uh, Google, I think they deserve I, my data. I still fuck it. Even I, if they make twenty five dollars a year off me, yeah. that's fine because they give me a lot in return. A lot of companies right, spy on true. you and don't give you anything good right. in return. They don't give still, you anything of actual value in return. I still hate that that all my fucking data is sold and, and shared for marketing and advertising. But at the same time, you've got better products out of yes. it because of it. So if they keep going in that direction, that you know, if there is going to be less privacy or at least not privacy from like a person to i don't know like i, I don't even yeah. know what i'm trying I to mean, say but i mean regardless so what i want i mean i just i don't want to keep going on this topic but i'll end it with this hey guys you know another topic submissions that you guys can always ask if you guys have any technological based topics you can always ask me i am more than welcome to to hammer it out for you i can talk about anything uh anything that involves computer chips i'm down because uh, that's you yeah, know that's samer's thing yeah, yeah. Dr. Faust. God Dr. damn it. Faust. Name dropping Luckily, all day. Only two. We gotta work oh, on this name so, dropping. It says live video paused. Oh, I got it. Luckily, there's only two other people watching. Fuck. Charger fell out. Oh, that's why. Whatever, we'll, we'll call this podcast. Is it dead? Yeah. Oh, it died? Oh, I should. I didn't even notice that. It fell out. It's not your fault. It's alright. Well, we'll call this podcast. I mean, do we really have any much more to say? I mean, fuck the Instagram viewers. We're just going to talk yeah. about it. I mean, for anybody here listening on visually. On no, the not, not really. No. It still says it's live on here. It's live, but it's paused. Oh, that's what yeah. it is. Oh, yeah, it's you right. can see that freeze frame. Yeah, right here. It says yeah. it's paused. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much to talk about. Uh, hey, we've made it an hour and 16 minutes. This is healthy. I yeah. don't really want to talk anymore. Yeah. We've made our points about, I mean, there really isn't much to talk about gun control. All we really wanted to yeah. say was that people stop making things so one-sided. It yep, really is a complex, various issues, and what we need to do way. is stop being so. Ex- we got to stop letting the extreme part be the conversation. We have yes. to have actual conversation. We can't sit there and keep blaming one side versus the other. You know, we have to have constructive conversations. It's been too many times that we've had to deal with this, and uh, it's scary because it's it's no longer you know, we're not seeing political motivations anymore. You know, uh, traditionally a lot of terrorism it's happening politically, but now it's becoming communi- community based. You know, we don't know the reasons as to why this guy went and shot up the school, uh, but we can say that he had a motivation against that community, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we, we don't know why. And you know, I hope we get some well, answers. I mean, he was expelled, right? Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. He has some them. sort of motivation. I think he resents them, and then he had, and then with the age of social media, not you... he was 19, so he right. may have just been like, okay, right. this is it. I'm finally out of this whole yeah. whatever it is, and instead and, of moving on. Yeah. He he got stuck to the idea that it's that uh, him against them, and then probably social media and various issues with the comparison contrast problems today. And it comes down to his mental him. health, and the mental yeah. health he has a he, I he think, has issues. I oh, I hate anybody that geez. tries to say that there's a there's a solution to like one solution because it's obviously not solu- it's gonna be numbers of solutions working together. I think one big piece. For anybody that's dealing with any kinds of antisocial feelings or any issues with depression, anxiety, anything that could lead you to doing something extreme, whether that's you know taking your own life, taking the life of someone else, and not and not from a self-defense standpoint, go do volunteer work. 
Go yeah. to a, a food pantry. Work with people who will yep. try to appreciate you, yep. and you'll you'll feel that love. And man. it's not even and it's not even about It'll build to your make character. yourself feel better. It's but to you know what? see it, that that to give someone the opportunity that if you're feeling this way, maybe someone else does, and I can change it. And then in return, you probably will feel better about yourself. And it you will always foster feel better more empathy the community. Yes. Always. If we can foster more empathy and community without making people change their beliefs on something or speaking in absolutes, if we just all became more active in our communities, and I, I should too. I'm fucking lazy like the rest of us. But I think we all should make an effort to go improve what's around us rather than f- trying to buttress this little worldview we have and constantly reinforcing it with our own ideas. I don't want to ramble, but... It's, it's fine. I mean, the only thing is, in a, we just we have to stop. We have to stop trying to pin pit one person against each yes. other, and uh, and we have to realize that it's not uh, it's not the people. It's the elites and those in power using their their platforms and their uh, their tools and their biases by so way of an agenda money. on us. Yeah, in which it's it's, it's a it's monetized about, lobbying agenda. It's, I mean, the monetization is from the media companies, right? Because it gets more people to watch their channel, it gets oh, it more is. people to tune in, which is okay, but. It's really pushing a narrative that isn't going to get us anywhere. No. It's a narrative of this side versus this side. No, no, no. We, we are all one nation. We are all right. one community. These fucking and, us. And whether so the community, annoying. you want to call it your town, you want to call it your state, you want to call it yep. this country, you want to talk about the world. Regardless, we all have to work together just so that we can, yes. when we're all safe, we can all enjoy life. There's no reason why nobody should be able to enjoy life. That's it. We should, we should all be able to, and how you enjoy life is different than how John enjoys life, different how I enjoy life, different how Josh enjoys life. We all have different aims, goals, sources of happiness, right. and that's fine. And and, uh, and the, the people in power and the systems in place are trying to create more striations, whereas the human-to-human, human, like we're having right now, is what's putting us together. That's what we need to And do. you need to strive that balance, because you don't want to have no... I mean, some people don't need social media or any of that, but in the modern world, in the Western world at least... You should find that balance, and you shouldn't stick with just one or the other. You should try to find that 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 sweet spot that makes you a better person in both angles, so you can create positivity around you and and foster everyone around you, including yourself, by way of helping other people. So I'm gonna end this podcast with a positive note. Show love to whoever you want to show love to. You want to show love to your family, your friends, somebody on the street. You want to show love in your place of work. Whatever you want to do, just be positive. Try to enjoy your life. Wake up. I know sometimes it's hard to wake up with a smile, but try to find one thing that'll make you smile throughout the day. It could be anything. Find your source of happiness. Yep. As they say in Zombie Land, rule number 32 enjoy the little things. Yeah, there yep. you go. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good day. Thank you. See ya.